Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The media in India are slamming Prime Minister Justin Trudeau after yet another disastrous India trip. Gamers are being forced to choose pronouns for their characters in the new hit game Starfield, and many are not happy. A viral clip of Pierre Polyev joking with passengers over the PA system of a WestJet flight has triggered the media and singer-songwriter Jan Arden. Hello Canada, it is Tuesday, September 12th, and this is True North's Daily Brief. I'm Andrew Lawton. And I'm Noah Jarvis. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau had a tense exchange with Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi during his trip to the G20 summit in New Delhi and was later lambasted by the Indian press for basically the totality of the interaction and of the trip. The two leaders shared a curt handshake during the G20 summit and sat down only briefly to speak to each other on the final day. Modi hosted a gala dinner among other events and Trudeau did not attend it. He he told reporters that he addressed election interference by India during their sit-down, though Modi made no mention of it when reflecting on their conversation with Indian media later on. He said he was more concerned with Sikh protesters in Canada. Modi posted a video montage of his reception of the various visiting G20 dignitaries, but he left Trudeau out of the video entirely. Relations between Canada and India have cooled since Trudeau was elected, especially after his public support for Indian farmers protesting against the Modi government. Canada is home to the highest Sikh population in the world outside of India, and many Sikhs do want to separate from India and have their own independent state known as Khalistan. Modi had strong words for Trudeau regarding Sikh protesters in Canada, according to Reuters. Trudeau's departure from India was also delayed due to issues with the Royal Canadian Air Force plane after a part needed to be replaced before it could fly again. Uh, he's now in transit and will be arriving in London, Ontario tonight in time for the Liberal Caucus retreat. This is like the most consistent thing that Trudeau does, which is embarrass himself in India. Like, do you think he should just stop going, Noah? I think so, Andrew. Every time uh, Trudeau takes a flight internationally, it seems like he's taking a crapshoot of whether or not he's going to embarrass not just himself, but, you know, all of Canada. Relations between, between Trudeau and Modi have been strained because Trudeau has been wading in to contentious Indian affairs, specifically the Khalistan issue where a bunch of Sikhs in India and Sikhs abroad looking towards India are wishing to separate from India and Modi has been doing his absolute all to prevent that from happening. And it seems as if the Prime Minister doesn't appreciate other countries such as Russia, China, the United States, wherever, interfering in the uh, domestic 
affairs of Canada, and Modi just wants that same uh, respect. And it seems as if that is why Trudeau didn't attend not only the、uh, gala, but you know when Modi and Trudeau were trying to take a picture with one another. When、uh, Trudeau and Modi went to give each other a handshake in front of the cameras, it seems as if Trudeau pulled away from Modi's hand really quickly and walked really quickly off the stage, and that's probably the reason why Modi didn't include the handshake between himself and Trudeau in the montage video with all the other G20 leaders because Modi felt as if you know Trudeau's presence there was not appreciated and perhaps he felt disrespected. Yeah, and I think given the circumstances, he has every right to be. And and look, I mean, India is not a perfect country. It has its own priorities, its own agenda, and it has to align with Canada's for Canada to endorse it. But I think we need to understand that India is an economic powerhouse and is a strong ally of Canada. And all of these issues that we see between the two countries and their respective leaders right now were not present when Stephen Harper was prime minister. They just weren't, were they? No, they weren't. It seemed as if、uh, Stephen Harper was well respected on the international stage when、uh, he went to you know the G8 summit.、Um, he was one of the world leaders that was most pivotal in kicking Vladimir Putin and Russia out of the G8, making it the G7. So Canada has definitely lost that international respect, and Trudeau definitely hasn't been helping in us regaining that respect. Gamers are accusing the new hit game Starfield of pushing identity politics after discovering pronoun selection has become a part of the character creation process. Starfield is a role-playing game created by Bethesda, which Microsoft recently acquired for $7.5 billion. In the game, players explore a galaxy with a character they get to create. However, players are prompted to choose their preferred pronouns after selecting a male or female character. The game also includes the option for players to select they/them pronouns. The decision to force players to choose pronouns for their playable character has led some to accuse Bethesda of including divisive identity politics into a game meant to be an escape from contemporary politics. Popular YouTuber and streamer Herschel Beam IV, aka Doctor Disrespect, sparked online controversy when he expressed his disapproval for the game's pronoun selection option on his live stream. Beam was not alone in his disappointment with Bethesda's inclusion of identity politics into video games, as gamers from across the internet have expressed their frustration and have even threatened to seek refunds. Andrew, does it seem like identity politics has ingrained itself in almost every industry in the entertainment sector? I fear it has, and I mean, video games are a thing that, like you mentioned, people use to escape from reality, for better or for worse. So when all of a sudden we're taking the very things that people need to escape from, which is just this politicization of everything and putting it into games, it, it's quite baffling to me. I, I don't know. At a certain point, is like Call of Duty going to be replaced by UN peacekeeping because that's the only thing that the wokies will allow? I'm, I'm being facetious here, but when we start to take these real World things and inject them into fantasy or fictional universes. It's defeating the purpose of these things. Yeah, I completely agree. And when you start to inject your politics into entertainment, I believe that it makes the entertainment more divisive and less enjoyable for a plethora of people. And you know, gaming—you know, just like the、uh, entertainment industry and movies and books—is not immune from these same trends. I mean, you me you mentioned Call of Duty. The reason why Call of Duty in their games doesn't have the United States against, you know, say, the Soviet Union anymore is because that's divisive. And you know, perhaps there are some you know communists playing their a game that would be. 
be offended that the United States is portrayed as the bad guys. Uh, similarly, in other games such as uh, Hogwarts Legacy that uh, rolled out earlier this year, there was a massive controversy over the fact that the game is associated with Harry Potter, which is, you know, associated with J.K. Rowling. The game still sold well, extraordinarily well, but that just goes to show that even video games is not immune from the same identity politics that we see in movies and in the rest of society. Yeah, I would very much agree with that. And I would also add to it that when you talk about the road forward on this, people need to stop the incursion of politics into things. Like cinema is bad enough. And and you mentioned Harry Potter. The number of people that are saying they're going to boycott the Harry Potter movies because they don't like what J.K. Rowling thinks on a political issue that has nothing to do with Harry Potter. I mean, that is annoying, but it's it's better than the alternative, which is that Harry Potter would be made today with some you know homage to transgenderism in the wizarding world world because we've just allowed this woke infiltration of everything. So uh, that's why we really need to reject it entirely whenever this happens. Jan Arden, you may not remember her, she was big back in the 90s with a few hits, has announced that she will be boycotting WestJet after the Calgary-based airline allowed Conservative leader Pierre Polyev to speak using the PA system on a flight from Quebec City to Calgary. Polyev was on this flight to Calgary, which WestJet added to its schedule to accommodate delegates to this past weekend's Conservative convention. Arden has been outspoken on a number of political views and politics, vaccine mandates, animal rights. But on this particular case, she said that WestJet would never get her business again. And it was, quote, so ridiculously disappointing, unquote. What was she complaining about? Polyev saying this. Who's ready for a home you can afford? Who's ready for some common sense? Who's ready to give a big thank you to the WestJet pilots and crew? This is your captain warning a little bit of turbulence, but it will only last about two years. At which time we'll have a totally new crew and pilot in charge of the plane. We'll pierce through the storm, safely land in our home, the country we know and love. Your home, my home, our home, let's bring it home. Now, what Jan Arden seems to be missing here is that Polyev was speaking to a group that was almost entirely conservative delegates and supporters that were at his convention. WestJet literally added that flight to its schedule just because of the convention, as I mentioned here. Uh, Now, I don't know if WestJet is crying itself to sleep because they lost the business of Jan Arden, but it does show that there's a bit of an unhinged reaction to Pierre Polyev now. I, I, I don't even know if you know who Jan Arden is, Noah, so I won't ask you to, like, name your your favorite Jan Arden song, but like, do you think this is just the perfect example of Polyev derangement syndrome in action? Yeah, when researching for doing this uh, little podcast here, I had to look up who Jan Arden is, and it seems as if one of her hit songs was insensitive, yet it seems as if she's very sensitive to the fact that WestJet has even allowed Pierre Polyev to board their plane, much less uh, give uh, some words of encouragement to uh, some of the delegates that came out to the convention. Look, it just goes to show that the left is extremely intolerant when it comes to conservatives. They just can't tolerate the fact that Pierre Polyev was let onto 
to a WestJet flight and that he was accommodated pretty well, just as, you know, pretty much any other uh, famous Canadian or famous person would have been accommodated on the plane. And look, uh, you got to you know, give some respect to Pierre Poliev. He's on this, you know, commercial flight with, you know, the common people, uh, as he says, doing something that, you know, normal Canadians would do. And it seems as if Jan Arden and the left, while they, you know, have these sycophantic, wild reactions, uh, Pierre Poliev uh, seems keen on continuing what he's doing and uh, gaining in the polls as a result of a lot of the liberal outrage that many ordinary Canadians see as outraged and deranged. Uh, she also, by the way, a year before Insensitive, had a song called Will You Remember Me, uh, to which I think the collective answer from all Canadians is no. A resounding no. That's it for today, folks. Don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. The Andrew Lawton Show will be with you live at 1 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Mountain Time today. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news.